Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is NE Unleashed. Now without further ado, let's jump right into it. Good morning, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in, and welcome back to my show. It's been quite a whirlwind of just, I guess, um, an adventure, almost. I'm going to spend today's episode to actually reminisce a little bit about all my experiences with the guests that I've had um, over the time. Um, It's been really mind-blowing I would say because the purpose really and I mentioned this again and again is I love listening to everybody tell me about who they are tell me the struggles they've been through tell me all about um, you know all the the ways they've handled it all the ways they've managed and also discuss about type <laughs> in a way I am learning how applicable type has been in when it comes to going through and really digging how we manage and navigate the world because you know thinking about this a lot more lately is that whenever I talk to people and I'm listening to to them explain their type and explain who they are and explain what they do and you know how they think it really does it confirm for me that everybody has a different perspective and in a way, that perspective is how they breathe and how they, you know, in a way how they see the world. And because of that, it's in a way, like if we don't acknowledge that, how limited our worldview would be. And I guess for myself, I've been so, you know, I can't let myself just, you know, be stuck to one particular perspective. I personally don't agree nor believe that that's actually a you know, a smart way to dig to go about life. Um, a lot of situations can be coped and handled because somebody else with a different set of experiences and perspectives can actually give you a more creative angle to get your solution out there or to get your solution to solve your problems. And it's actually really helpful. I feel like a lot of folks, actually, and I'm just saying this as a free form. I just feel like a lot of folks naturally tend to, you know, trust themselves more, um, naturally tends to, you know, look at them, look at their own worldview as the correct one. And in a way, I can see why they say, they talk like, I, well, I can see why they believe that. Because in a way, if you were that type of identity who kind of go went through life and really handled everything yourself, I mean, why wouldn't you trust yourself? Why wouldn't you kind of put it all, all on you and, you know, go about life knowing that's exactly how you did it? I just saying that in a way, understanding and viewing all these different perspectives and broadening your horizons has been, if not way more um, interesting and adding flavor into life. And also the way that when you add perspectives into your life, you are actually, you know, arming yourself with more tools to handle it. Because in a way you can't, I don't know, like I just, and it's for myself, I can never really say that I can handle everything myself. I would say that on my end, I believe that I've handled it with the help of folks around me. You know, like everybody's offered 
tools. Everybody has tools. Let's put it that way. Everybody has tools. Everybody has talents. Everybody has a particular set of skills that they've developed over the years. And those particular set of skills are what you know, gives them that edge in life. And I really do believe this, that I believe that a lot of people have a lot of skills and edges in life that, they, that we could use. And if we decided to work together, you know, we could actually get results done. And I think that's really, really beautiful. For lack of a better term, I really think it's beautiful. But, you know, looking back to the people that I've interviewed over the, over the, the months and looking through and seeing how everybody kind of is just different, really. Like, for example, you know, I first started out my first episode with, um, with Katie. And Katie's a very wonderful person. I honestly fully appreciate her existence katie is one of those people that when you meet them for the first time you realize you're in good hands you know that type of vibe or feeling i actually don't even know how much you could even go forth with that but um in a way i immediately felt that vibe meeting her for the first time and i think it's really cool now again i mean this loosely because all the people i've met have been online like let me put that out there Uh, so you can you can't ever actually know a person exactly at least that's how i it's my opinion you can never really know exactly a person until you've met them like personally physically face to face um however my the conversations the interactions the you know the months that over time has given me that more whole type of perspective on this person um on these person i'm just saying this is a disclaimer um and that's how i come to these conclusions so back to Katie, who is an ESI in the socionic system. She's the type of person that, yes, you will feel like you were in good hands. The thing is with Katie is that she often comes off with a very strong vibe. Um, and that's a good thing because it's strong in a way that like people assume strong may be like a, uh, like a blade. She's not a blade. She's a hammer. You know, there, there's a difference. It's it's more blunt, it's more weighted, and it's more grounded. And that's something that's really I really appreciate with with Katie. Um, also, to add to the point, we even talked about how we're both SPSOs. And in, in season two, I actually learned what a little bit more about SPSOs. Like I personally do my own research, but at the same time, I love hearing it from another person uh, and how they explain their experiences with their instinctual variants. So with an SPSO that's a type six, you know, people to them aren't tools. People to them are a means to network and a means to generate alliances. And I think that's actually really cool because, you know, look, based on how she told me about it and trying to find the SPSO sixes in my real life vicinity, I've noticed that these are the people you go to when you want to, let's say you recently lost a job and you need to find, you know, a way to, you know, to get another one. And a lot of the times in the corporate world, sometimes connections is exactly how you get, you know, your foot in the door. And SPSO sixes are the people to go to, to go to. And they're so cool. And they're so warm at least from the ones i've met they're really cool and they're very warm and there's really no problem about it uh there is also that there is that nervousness that comes in with being a six um especially as a self-preservation first and i think it's really interesting how it's matched with the the cognitive concept about them um you know se is such a good i guess taming when it comes to six because that way there's a way that they could actually 
get up and move and make it happen. Often, if you don't, if you're not armed with such a strong um, kind of physical oriented type of function or information element, um, you w o u l d n t be able to. I guess you'd be more stuck thinking about the problem uh, versus actually producing a solution. Uh, one of my good friends is an ESTP, and he's a counterphobic one. He's a sexual six, and he's really cool. Like when he comes, when when you like go to when you have whenever you have a problem, his mind's already on it. His mind's already going. Okay, well, I'm already figure trying to figure out how I'm gonna navigate this, move this, move that. It's always like a. It's always like a, a really interesting kind of game that he wins at all the time. So I can't really, <laughs> I can't really, you know, watch and be like, oh yeah, it's not gonna work out. I'm like, no, it's gonna work out. This guy's got it on the ball, and I think that's really amazing. Um, also, I find it kind of fascinating because um, often with. With sixes, how we often see them as like the scared ones. You won't ever t- feel that from him. Um, there isn't actually fear unless you actually get to know the guy, and even then, you know, because it's kind of like it's still going to come at you strong. It doesn't really affect him in any way. Although it is nice to kind of remind. You know, six is to be like, hey, chill out. It's okay. Um, here are my solutions that I've personally done to ease the situation. Don't worry about it. I got this. Those little things have actually managed to at least, you know, satiate or satisfy the sixes in my life. The ones that I do know. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Moving on. Um, right after this, I actually interviewed Megan, and Megan Lavoda has been a very Interesting personality, to say the least. First of all, she's a sexual dominant, so a sexual dominant two, and sexual dominant twos are also very, like, out, like they're very in your face in a way. And now I don't mean that as she's always in your face because she's still in, you know, ENFJ. There's still that intuitive hesitation that kicks in. However, in your face in a way that that energy that ENFJs bring to the table, that's there. That's very obvious, and that's very, um, that's happening. <laughs> It's very. I'm here to, you know, to turn it, and you're gonna feel me. I mean, granted, she's always tells everybody this astrologically. She's a Leo, so you know, lion energy walks in. Look at me, spotlight, make it happen. Um, <laughs> I love it, honestly. It's great. It's a great. It's a wonderful energy. I just find it hilarious too because um, I'm always noticing that with ENFJs, there's always going to be a, a period where the darkness doesn't show. There's a period where they won't show you that side of them. the The place where they suffer, the place where they, I, mean, I don't know, for lack of a better term, torture themselves. They're very self critical. I've noticed, um, and Megan's no exception. And I think it's actually something that's What pushes them to be very disciplined and very motivated because they put a lot of standards on themselves, and I wonder if that's necessarily a J thing. Um, I mean, all, I mean, or even a one thing. I, I think, but in a way, there's a lot of that going on, and I think it's actually kind of cool um, to some extent because you know, having observed this person produce content after content, finding the energy. I guess people could assume that this person has always has energy, but the thing is with ENFJs, unlike ESFJs, the energy is very, very hidden. The motivation, the gears, the engine, the fuel—they're all you know underground. Let's say, and what I mean this is an extended metaphor: is that a lot of that energy is hidden, and it's hidden because it is brewing 
it's simmering, it's getting ready. Uh, unlike people like me, for example, EPs who kind of operate better on bursts of energy and flashes of inspiration. For them, that's not necessarily the case. For them, they're kind of casually and passively picking up inspiration here and there and still processing. What we do see is the extroverted feeling kind of putting it itself out there and getting itself, getting things done. Um, but at the same time, it isn't really... You know, it's not really the same, especially if you're going to compare it to an ESFJ, because my friend is an ESFJ, my best friend at least, and she's fantastic, absolutely. But the energy there is very reactive as well. Um, she isn't a sexual dominant, but they're, um, she and Megan are both twos. Now I'm bringing her up because in a way I'm just comparing how SI and NI kind of kind of go about their daily business um si's tasks and productivity is very obvious it's very it's very evident um and at least in si from what i know is keeping up with routines keeping up with your comfort keeping up with you know your daily i guess standards and whatnot they're all there you know my girl's got herself like a 20-step skincare routine that I'm always amazed by and she can maintain this every night I mean it shows too the girl is flawless so you know what are you going to do about that and that's like where it where it goes <laughs> but you know going back to you know talking about ENFJs uh, there's an insp- I always believe that they were more meant to be the inspirational folks the motivators in a way I've always found how they try to inject passion into their words very admirable i mean i personally think it's a waste of time <laughs> but i also see the value in it because by putting passion into your words you make people care and that's something that i guess is always kind of forgotten with fe doms that whenever you express yourself emotionally i think there's like a weird i don't know like take that somehow it's less than but then by adding passion you humanize a statement and you make the folks want to hear you. Of course, it doesn't always work, but then it majority does work, especially if you're trying to move a crowd, which Effie's really good at. So, and I mean, for everybody else who, you know, who aren't a valued Fe, there is a point where sometimes you have to take a page out of their book and do that to get ourselves, to get a point across. There's always a point where we have to learn to show more enthusiasm when giving speeches in public, you know, uh, was it like public dis- uh, what's it called it's not declarations <laughs> public discourses uh, I don't know if anybody here knows but I've done my fair share of public discourses um, I think the most I've had is at least 100 I've never really done you know anything more than that um, but you know it's relatively comfortable I get a nervous breakdown before every time I get on stage but by the time I do I always think about all the FE people in the world who you know who just are just so naturally it's in their zone and that you could just throw them in a room and you know let them make it happen let them work it uh, i always like to call it like a magic of some sort because it looks like they're just bobbing and weaving and you know just having a party and <laughs> but in reality they're not they're just being acutely aware of the reactions and the responses of those around them and i think that's actually really admirable and really cool so moving past that, I had with me another ENFP guy, and this guy is amazing. He's awesome. His name is Mikey. So Mikey is a guy from from the West Coast, such as I, and we've been 
I wouldn't say like yeah, we've been friends, but again, it's same the same disclaimer I've I've said before. We've you know this is all online kind of interactions, and at least with Mikey, I actually met him very. He's actually my very first, I believe. Um, where we actually bonded for a bit. Like the first time I talked with the guy, it was like we ended up talking for three hours, and we really got a lot. Out, I wouldn't say a lot out of our chest, but we did get to know each other a little bit more. Um, first of all, we were the same type. We're both ENFPs. The biggest difference between us, though, is our Enneagram. He's an Enneagram 2, specifically 2-wing 1, and I'm an Enneagram 7-wing 6. So with both of us, there there is a big difference when it comes to reasoning and when it comes to, you know, the results that we try to establish, Uh, even though we're both positive kind of types um, but our coping mechanisms are completely different and I've noticed with with Mikey there's always a need to and don't take this the wrong way Mikey if you're listening but there is a need to please people and I don't understand that now I only do so when in a way when it makes sense for me because um, because to me the pleasing of others I don't know to me it it just makes sense if there's a, a payment or a transaction involved. Now, with yours, I feel like it's the same. However, it's way more subtle. Like, I'm actually way more blunt when it comes to that. Like, I'm very, oh, you're going to help me? Okay, how can I repay you? Or, you know, what's in it for me? Like, I'm actually very honest about that, which uh, can turn off some people. I think I've had conversations where I've actually been told that I've been like I had to tame my bluntness a little bit because it comes off very too like forward or too direct. Like I don't know because to me I don't see the big deal in laying everything out on the table. I feel like that's a very healthy way to approach the world. Um and often you know people assume that like I don't know like they just think that I'm I don't know like too mean or like a dick about it when I'm not because in a way at least from here let me explain myself on this end from what I understand, is if I lay it all on the table, then it becomes a matter of, well, is this available for you? How about this? Okay, great. Congratulations. Because I feel like I've entered a realm or a room or an atmosphere where a transaction can be smooth when we want it to be. Now, I often forget that people have sensitivities and to acknowledge that. Mikey, on the other hand, Guy is fantastic at weaving through that he's actually very good at maintaining a very love like lovable persona and in a way like he gets to attract a lot of people on his end on his like uh, i guess behind him and i think it's really cool about that um for me it's more of a strategy i think and maybe it is for you too but um i've noticed with with sp2s because they're a counter type like they're they're not as likely to be as showy however there is a tendency to I guess there is a strategy involved in it. I mean, having the thing is, is I don't really see it because it's just so well um, done, in a way. I mean, and also the guy is way more lovable than I am. When it comes to providing compliments, providing, you know, motivation for others, he can easily be mistaken as another FE user because there's always like, oh, well, I love you. Everything is great. You're awesome. You know, let's hang out again. It's great. Like, it's always a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of positivity. And for somebody like me who, who I am a seven, it's just that my positivity is kind of, I wouldn't say tamed, but it's chaotic because of my ability or my capacity to reframe everything. Not the same for Mikey, at least. Way more free at giving that 
good stuff to everybody and I think that's really cool um, and I do learn a lot from the guy in terms of maybe I should be providing people more compliments I I mean I feel like I used to be a huge compliment factory and then somehow that stopped over time <laughs> so it's actually kind of nice that you know that I've actually managed to or at least I've learned to um, just from interacting with you so if you're listening good stuff thanks for that so <laughs> next on the delicious delicious list was actually a really good friend of mine also is cat now cat has is cursed <laughs> and cat if you're listening i i've said it before i've said it to you again and i will say it again um this girl has been through a lot and i mean a lot because in the online community she's always being victimized as or accused I would say uh, probably not victimized because she doesn't really see herself as a victim. But um, she's been accused of being mean, of being a dictator, of being, you know, like strategizing, manipulating all this, you know, bad stuff that apparently must be true because she's just living life. And I'm just very confused because it, it's it's almost like a huge dissonance between when you actually meet the person versus when you actually like then what you hear or what you see. I've noticed with FE users that, or those of valued FE, that when it comes to, you know, expressing themselves, it's a lot harder to do so in text because, you know, you can't really put tone and volume in your, you know, you can't really see moods through text. So they could say something and in a way could be mistranslated and misunderstood by the receiver because of how it's said, you know, because they... Let's put, let me put it this way. As an example, you could actually say things like, "Oh, you're like you're so bad," and with that tone, you can easily tell that I'm joking or I'm not being serious. But imagine if someone misread it and said, "You're so bad," and in their mind, they've already concocted and already a story about how this person is just mean to them. And I've always learned, and Katz herself has even mentioned, you know, meet me first, you know, talk to me first, and then make your decision. Because normally, like, that wouldn't have to be the case if, you know, but from what I've noticed is, like, folks automatically just kind of withdraw and retreat, and then, like, you know, talk behind her back about things that I thought was really unnecessary, because the girl is capable of talking it over. Like, literally just do it. Um, lay it all on the table. EIEs are just very, you know, this is me, take me for who I am, this is what we're gonna go for. And I've also called her, too, like, as a rugged FE type, because of, um, I'm not saying it's abrasive, I'm just saying that it's, it's rugged. It's rugged. It's not polished. It's not your typical, you know, when you look at Effie and be, oh my goodness, Effie is sweet and all that stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> it isn't. But it's there. It's there and it's great. And the thing is, is she's not the only rugged Effie. I've met a few others who have rugged and it's really cool. It's very nice. I actually intend to, you know, talk about that a little bit more in a different, maybe different episode um, to get into the nitty gritty of that. But hopefully you guys take my word for it. It's rugged. <laughs> and Kat, you know, like, you know, I love you. Everything's great. Um, I love making fun of you because in a way, I try to make it light because of how weird life is. I've noticed like with every year, there's always twice a year, there's always something crazy that happens to you. And it's often very confusing for me to witness it because I feel like I feel terrible having to witness and hear you go through such really hard um, moments that... You know, you all you have to kind of process 
um, I'm glad you have people around you to you know make it happen. But in a way, let's say, for lack of a better term, the online community. Come on, guys. Like she's just doing her best. She's just here to turn the party. <laughs> you know, can't be treating her too hard. Um, now. Moving past this, um, I actually had a wonderful opportunity to have a conversation with two other sevens in, I guess, in my life or, well, in my online life. Now, the sevens that I've met, they are all ENFPs. I wanted to make the very, I wanted to dilute the variables very well to the point where I could at least account only for external circumstances that may or may not be factorable anyway. And what I mean is, we were all ENFPs, we just so happened to be different in instinctual variants, but we were all sevens. And because of that, um, oh, and we also had different heart, you know, heart fixes and gut fixes and all that stuff. But in a way, we were... <laughs> We were all of the. I gathered these folks after I found them, um, and I really wanted to get a chance to talk to them, and get a chance to really dig down and let them express themselves and who they are and you know why they do the way they do. And for the first time, uh, and I still look back with you know at that episode fondly because, in a way, I've been in a room like to be in a room full of sevens is such a weird experience because it's how I feel. It's how I think people feel when I'm around them <laughs> there's just so much going on like there's just so much positivity let's say we were all reframing let's be honest like we were all reframing Leon is if you're listening we were all <laughs> you know talking out of our ass basically and that's fine I had a grand old time um but at the same time I also got to learn you know a little bit about each of us because we were still very much very different from each other um there were still aspects about us and different coping strategies that we've ourselves employed that you know i could have you know learned a little bit here or there um social sevens nicest people by the way if you've ever met a social seven like go for it befriend them um they to me they seem a little flighty um they're not as grounded as i would say myself in a way however i adore them they are people that when you're around them, they want you to have fun because they're having fun. And if they're feeling good, you're going to have to feel good too. And it's so selfless and it's so cool. Um, I do feel bad a little bit because in a way they feel guilt a lot. There was always an aspect where it is talked about, um, well, at least vaguely, or if not mentioned it, that it's always really hard to to just enjoy and let go of things if she knew that somebody she loved is going through a rough time because she can't just make that disconnect. Whereas people like me or Leon were more likely to. Um, and Leon's case is a, a sexual seven. It's And I've been reading um, on Chestnut's book about how, you know, with sexual sevens, that they detach via more idealistic and idyllic aspects. Um and it's one thing I can never really relate to because I don't know what that... I don't know. I can't let myself do that. Because to me, to let myself go and fly without a tether is so scary. Um, I don't ever want to... I guess... Uh, yeah, the statement is I don't ever want to go to that point. Um, having... I guess... I don't know. Having, without having to reveal too much, I just... You know, I've been there. I've done the whole risk all and it didn't work well for me. So I'm not exactly super keen on doing that again. And I'm more, you know, ear to the ground type of person now. But Leon, it's just natural. This is the way to go, you know, all the way, high risk, high reward, hurt yourself, feel good, feel bad. It's all part of the mix. We enjoy it. We're here for the party. And 
I gotta say, that's there's strength in that. There really is. There is a lot of like. I, I guess I have to acknowledge that everybody has a lot of you know has their own power in this because if you're constantly getting you know hurt and pained and you know scarred, those scars do heal and they come back strong versus a person who constantly avoids it and will probably have a lot more fresher wounds than those folks. So in a way, I'm saying that there is um, confidence and pride and power and ego that work works very nicely in that direction. And I have to say, I'm admiring it. I would love to have a piece of it, not too much because sexual like all right (laughs) and then i got so they also got to hear a little bit about me the sexual the self-preservation seven and i have yet to actually kind of really delve down with other sps um i've no i do know though that sp sevens that i have casually met we're way more positive than we give ourselves credit to like we don't we don't let anyone see our darkness in a way um i know that i've at least dropped down some barriers tried my best to kind of move forward try to you know learn and you know face your darkness in a way i actually do envy a lot of um sevens who've managed to do this successfully and you know it can be like i'm proud of myself for doing that you go you go like you go be proud like it's a lot of work i don't know if other types will understand any grammar types would be able to understand but like you go enjoy it you bring it bring it hard um because it is hard it is difficult like i you know every now and then i still avoid certain things because i don't want to experience it you know like i'd rather watch two drag queens you know criticize a tv show rather than, you know, sitting down and, you know, really looking at the nitty-gritty of my self-issues. Like, it's something that I still continuously work on, and it's not something that... um, I can't really say that I'm proud of it. I'm just saying that it's a continuous work. So we'll have to see how that goes. (laughs) Moving past that, we got the very lovely Crystal. And Crystal is a ball of energy on on her own self. So this person is a collective mixture, a collective blend of being very powerful but also very shy <laughs> and also very like very doubtful of herself and I have to say there's always a moment where I'm always telling this girl like yo, you got this in the bag. You're really talented and you know a lot about what you're doing. For example, um she's also an ENFP such as myself and what I've learned from this person is that she has a strength she doesn't always show. And I just wish that you could show it a little bit more. Because in a way, I believe people deserve to see it. Um, no, I think you owe it. I don't know. Let's not say owe it because it feels like you owe something to anyone. I just feel like you deserve um, a lot. There's a lot of people that go through struggles. I've met an INFJ, like a lovely INFJ, and um, I told her this. It's a similar thing where I said, like, you're like a diamond in the rough. If anything, the word deserve means that I just want you to be turned into a jewel and hung on a crown. Like, that's really all I want. Um, And it's similar sentiments for Crystal. I kind of, I want you to be able to embrace yourself for what you bring to the table. Because I feel like sometimes you forget that you really are worth it. I mean, we're TE users. I'm trying to be as TE as I can get. <laughs> it makes sense. The math to me, I did the math. The math makes sense. Um, she's very knowledgeable. Um, 
especially about FI, like there is aspects about FI that still eludes me as a seven. I'm not really as willing to face it, whereas she's a four and fours are just amazing to just, you know, unpack your problems to because they're just like, oh, problems. Oh, I've been married to that since yesterday. Well, since before the dawn of time. So (laughs) it's fantastic to be able to get this. Um get that kind of out there and get it you know working and making it happen because in a way I don't have that um, skill set four is actually the most disconnected for me I don't think I have any connection to four I don't believe in any well I'm not saying I don't believe but I have struggle a lot when it comes to like it's my identity I'm like identity is fluid I don't really see the, the deal with that but with crystal and other fours that I've met the focus on it is fantastic there is a focus on finding yourself and finding yourself by trying really, really hard. (laughs) And there's a strength to that too. I mean, come on, the amount of work you put in, you must have a very solid, you know, backstory. And that's what she does have. So in a way, for other folks out there, definitely give this girl a chance because she is gonna rock the world, okay? Girl deserves it. The girl, you know, bears repeating. Um, Chris is also very, I would say very outspoken um her energy is way more out there than i would say i am um however there's moments where we kind of teeter-totter a little bit um because i'm like we're both double assertive from what i believe however like uh for hers it's like the four being a withdrawn type there's always going to be a moment like another hesitation on her part well there'll be a processing that isn't present for me Sometimes I'll just go in for the, you know, for the hit and then just be like, oh, yeah, because I'm just here to turn the party. And then for them, they're going, yeah, not really. So it's there is going to be aspects that differs between us. Um, But for the moment, Crystal, if you're listening, you know, you gave me that pep talk. I fully appreciate, you know, suck it up. SX blind. Love it. Okay, no one's ever given me that heart pep talk before. And I think it's really, really awesome that I did. Because I'm sometimes all in my head as well. I mean, we're both intuitive dominance. It's just going to happen between us. So, moving past that, going back to Mikey, we talked about NFPs and dating. Now, dating is a weird gig, I would say. Uh, Personally, I don't like dating. I don't... I'm too busy for it, really. I'm very kind of all up in my business just doing my own thing I don't think I have time to, like if, if I were to invite another person to my life it would be like I had to figure out like do you fit the calendar how are you gonna fit like I have to like put you in we have to talk in about three weeks we have to schedule you I mean granted I know all the popular dating spots to go to I know all the drinks that we should probably be drinking and all the food we probably should be eating but it's just that the initial kind of oh yeah let's see it's just going just why why can't we just skip the pleasantries and just get right on ahead to just actually getting it and this is where the honesty kicks in sometimes i don't wait for people to feel sometimes or like to let it let them process i'm very like i'm there are you there yet if you're not let's go or if you're not you know i'm a go so it's very (laughs) it's very in there out there um you know i'm in for the hit out for a bit um (laughs) so yes it's a thing it's a thing 
<laughs> going out of that for a little bit more, I actually got a pleasant opportunity to talk to JC, who is an ENTP. And I haven't had talked to an ENTP for a long period of time, and I forgot how awesome it was. ENTPs do not have the FI holding them back. So when they go for jokes, they go for jokes. And, you know, if it hurts you, then it hurts, whatever. And I live for that energy. You know, I live for this, you know, like, hey, let's argue about this because it's fun you know i want to get in with the chaotic energy and like throw it all in the mix and then just make it happen and this person's getting it done the great thing about her too is that she's so busy also so i fully appreciate a working girl <laughs> so jc if you're listening like working girl we'll make it happen um i am particularly very i guess pleased and happy that um entp such as herself um, I don't know. It's just like when they told when she told me about how she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to be, learn how to be more sensitive. I'm like, wow, thinkers, like you're doing your job, <laughs> um, you know, developing. And then like here I come along and be like, you don't have to be sensitive. What are you talking about? Go be mean. Go be yourself. You know, go be crazy. Like go knock some doors. Um, <laughs> that's just how it's been with with how it is. And I've been really happy. And it was like, why haven't we talked before? And why haven't we like bonded over you know criticizing things in life? Because it's fantastic i have a connection to one everybody so when i criticize it's always like a way i i believe it's a way to fix them like i think i'm coming from a place of truth and honesty and i feel like um if i've noticed something in you that is negative it's because you know i'm just out there to care you know again i'm just here to turn the party (laughs) And so it's kind of fun. And with JC, I've learned... Also, I got to learn a little bit more about threes with her. They they don't stop moving. Um, and I thought I don't stop moving. But there is a level of like the whole, I want results. I want tests. I want to look good. I'm going to... I am good. Like, it's just... You know, the processing of getting to the point where I'm this, I'm that, everything's great, bam, 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 is just falling into place like Tetris. and Like a, perfect, like a person playing Tetris perfectly. It is mesmerizing to watch um and the thing is i know threes in in my life i I have a three fix so i know what that's i can definitely relate to the sentiment but having actually seen core threes like move about their daily business um dang (laughs) that's that's a lot and i have to say though like maybe it's time to rest like maybe don't don't forget to like drink water don't forget to you know have your good night's sleep i feel like sometimes they forget that and they just keep going and going going and be like hey you got people you're leaving behind um i'm not saying that they should (laughs) i'm just saying just you know remind yourself every now and then that you're still human um because we all got to do that at some point at the end of the day you might you might die and you might lose all of your achievements in the night so not not to bring it down a notch, but saying it's a reality. <laughs> but JC, if you're listening, you are fantastic. You're amazing. Um, I would love to be able to collaborate with you again. I've, ENTPs such as yourself bring out the chaos in me to just play freely because it's like no no holding back, no hold like no bars, no anything. You go as hard as you want, as fast as you want, and you know go where the any takes you here for it so going (laughs) from such a strong energy such as that shifting over to my next 
you know, guest, our most recent guest, Jamie, it went from high energy to like, hey, let's be chill. Jamie is the chillest person you've ever met. <laughs> I don't feel like, I feel like I've never met, like, I've never seen her get mad. Like, I've never seen a person um, ever be affected. Well, yeah, she's been affected, but it just looks like she's just handling everything on herself and just, like, gliding by and taking a sip, smelling the flowers, you know, like, just all this casual good stuff. And... It, it, I don't know, like, to me, it's such a nice reminder because it's like a reminder that you can stop and smell the roses every now and then. You know, as a seven, I don't have that kind of going on. I'm always like, oh, well, I can't stop thinking. But for them, it's very, hi, I'm an ESFJ. Welcome to my ASMR channel where I brew potions that help make you look younger for the next 20 years. Like that level of fun. And being able to sit down thing is with ISFJs from what I've noticed now it's like when you just talk to them casually and you kind of let yourself flow into the conversation you will get somewhere there is unlike NI and a lot of NI users where there is a goal at the end of the there is a point that they want to make with SI it's not there is no point because they're intuitive as any so it's really just to enhance and sustain and maintain a comfortable conversation and sometimes we don't have that sometimes we don't have a realm where we can we can just chill out and just be relaxed because sometimes we're just so fast paced in a world that's always telling us to keep working and pushing and you know get yourself out there jamie is like the antithesis of that in a way she's just she's very good at scheduling she's very good at having a routine which by the way like for people who think that she's just taking it slowly she isn't this girl's busy all day all every day however the aesthetic is of calm and zen and tranquility. So when you enter like a conversation with her, it's always like a measure of, oh, so we're gonna be relaxed today. Like this is how we're gonna do this. Um, when I did a video collab with her, like I decided to wear my Chewbacca onesie because I just wanted to maximize the converse. Like I just wanted to maximize the comfort. Um, and I want to get in the mood because I'm a believer that if you wear the clothes, the clothes will finally, you know, go on, you know, finally make sense and your personality will fill in the gaps anyway. So that's kind of my logic coming into this. And I was just, man, that was a level of, I believe SI is a nesting ground. That's kind of how I think of it. I believe SI creates a nesting ground for ideas to come forth and be birthed. And I think that's why any requires SI or why it's you know, connected to it. Um, and I could see in that, in my conversation with Jamie, that that's kind of what it is because there's almost like an enabling of my any to go wild, but then also vice versa, where I kind of enable her own any to feel comfortable to like go ride with the wild, chaotic, you know, vibes that I myself am doing. Um, whereas, you know, she's, her presence reminded me that comfort is important as it is, it is an important thing for me. Um, sleep is important. You know, getting your basic nutrition is important. I've, not really that good at maintaining that. Um, I have a vibe where, or have a side of me where if I'm really good at routine for a week, I get irritated and suddenly, can we just throw this all in the trash <laughs> and just go absolutely bonkers? Like, I have that vibe where I'm like, let's just go insane. Um, and that's not there when I have these folks present. Granted, my parents are SI doms. So that's... You know, <laughs> I'm a domesticated ENFP, okay? Like, that's just what I'm going out from here. And as a domesticated ENFP, um, it's just gotten used to it. Like, let's say that I like to compare it to a poison. You know, you abuse it for many, many years. You're basically immune to it. So it's just a part of you now. Um, and it doesn't really bother you when it comes your way. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. And I don't know, like, how it is when people talk to me or, you know, but going back to how I was talking with Jamie, like, it's just pleasant. And... This person has so much untapped potential, and 
her writing. Goodness, if you get a chance to read her articles, go for it. She's been writing for Susan for um, recently, and she's been you know pumping out some great content. Um, SI can give you that practical, grounded examples that intuitives can't always access. And while we can, you know, provide an application to certain things, I mean, I am a TE user, so I will provide you an application. However, the application may not still be able to be applied because head knowledge is not the same as practical knowledge. Um, I mean, look, SITI, what else is there? Um, FE to make it all nice packaged, you know, any to for a little boost of your creativity. It's a good combo. I'm just saying, it's a good combo. And I'm, you know, I am floored every time. So if you ever get a chance to, this girl's the one. Whew, man, I... I don't know, I have this thing where I'm like, okay, so I just complimented all my guests for the past, what, 15 episodes? <laughs> for the past 16, 17 episodes, I think? Um... So I'm like, who knows what my next guests are? I still have a lot of people I've been in contact with to collab with. I've even recently collaborated myself. It was random too. Like I've been recently collaborating. Like with, I've been getting to know more people from the type community. You know, putting myself a little bit more out there, even though it's nerve wracking because I and I say this and I say this again. I function better from a back from a background from a side from the sidelines or sidewalk, um, and that's because I don't. I feel like if I'm engaged in the moment, I, my any becomes blind and I can't, I'm not comfortable. It feels like I'm going in with no senses. Whereas for an SE user, that's when they feel the most alive. To me, it isn't. So in a way, it, it is nerve wracking. Like I'm putting myself there in a way and it's so uncomfortable. My SI is like giving me red flags, but you got to do it. You got to push yourself. You got to make something happen. Um, and part of your growth is getting that down. You know, getting it happening, taking a page out of every type's book because everyone's just here to offer you a tool to help yourself get better. And take it, run with it, make something out of it is basically all I'm seeing and all I'm learning. And that's kind of what I'm taking away from all these people. All the folks, all the guests that recently have been over, I am so thankful to have you here and you know let's just keep it coming like, i would love to keep working with you guys again i you know to the new people this is you know i would like to establish a really good working relationship where we can actually can help each other out boost each other up um you know and at the same time just here to turn the party <laughs> just here to have fun and like share drinks and like because in a way I also want to be able to network and find a way that we can all connect and I don't know just make the world a little bit more fun you know one person to collab with at a time because world's already weird as it is and I'm not gonna you know dull it down anymore actually I can't really dull it down because I'm gonna embellish it but (laughs) we're here I don't know I want to inject a little bit more fun in folks and a little bit more you know if this conversation with me as a listener you know if you're taking this journey with me i'm glad that you are (laughs) and at the same time i'm very you know i really appreciate it i highly appreciate the fact that you you know followed me all this time and if you're just if you're a new follower um this is not the end i at least i don't think so um we are going to keep going and we are going to make it happen because, you know, I see a lot into, in the tomorrow. 
you know, that's where a lot of my answers are. And uh, it keeps me, I'd say, keeps me sane and calm-minded or call, what is it, cool, level-headed. Um by always putting myself into th- it's funny because there's there's a way there's a philosophy with that like oh don't put it off until tomorrow but I'm not putting it off I just know that there's a solution tomorrow so I'll just do whatever I can today but there is a tomorrow still and I don't really forget that um, and it's something I've been keeping in very near and dear to my heart and as my core all the time so with that being said again thank you guys for listening thank you again for tuning in to all the guests over there thank you so much for showing up this is me giving you guys a full-on focus and spotlight to each and every one of you who's been on and i'm really really happy and i really appreciate it that you guys are in my life um and much love to everybody else out there i hope everybody has a great morning and a great start to their weekend if not it will get better and if it still doesn't there's always a vice you could turn into you could turn to i'm just <laughs> see like this is this is what it's like to talk to a seven okay i'm always having something out to be like oh you're sad well here's like a, a shot of this how about orange juice apple juice not into that chocolate milk how about coffee cur- <laughs> like, how about some kind of yeah how about coffee you know how about like <laughs> at the end of the day i'm like i'll just be like you know what how about water water is great <laughs> Don't forget to drink your, you know, glasses of water. Go for it. Um, don't forget to apply your apothecary of, you know, SI amazingness or whatever. So look, make, keep yourself looking good and young or whatever. <laughs> and again, till next time, um, till the next collaboration, till the next gig or whatever, you know, stay tuned. There's going to be more. And got to say... I really appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to hear some ENFP dude, you know, babble about people he likes, <laughs> people he's worked with. Because to me, this is me putting it out there and, you know, putting it on the record. And I just really am appreciative of you guys taking the journey. So again, thanks so much and have a good day. <laughs>